This podcast is brought to you by DiStefano Hair Restoration. For the month of February, Dr. Highness is rolling back prices to pre-COVID fees. Save $1,500 this month when you mention Howie. Go to hairman.com. That's hairman.com. strap yourself in it's time for the howie car show so one day a student named harry who wanted to be an auto mechanic raised his hand dr b he said the only thing i need to learn how to write is needs breaks ah. come on wake up so he was joking of course uh-huh. That's so funny. Last time I heard that, I laughed so hard I fell off my dinosaur. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. I, I know uh, you just heard, did Jill already speak, my wife? Sounds like you have mental problems, man. Yeah, you got mental problems, man. Yeah, it really does. So if phone records were to reflect that you were making phone calls from the same location as the condo before November uh, 1st of 2021, if phone records reflected that, yes, sir, they'd be wrong. They'd be wrong. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. 844-500-4242. Welcome to the Howie Carr Show. I'm, I'm looking at this. Uh, now there's a story on the uh, National Review website. Why does the president need note cards to talk to donors? He needs... He's not all there. You know, is this is this really surprising that he needs note cards to talk to people in uh, in, in private settings, big money, uh, virtue signaling, bundlers, hypocrites, members of the elite like himself? He can't talk to anybody. He probably needs a note card to talk to Willow the cat. Picks, look, he, he sees Will, Willow's on his face, and, uh, and then he picks up the note card and says, Willow, get off my face. Did you see the story in the Daily Mail about how he began? He, he wears a CPAP, a mask, you know, uh, so he could to help his breathing. Well, before I had the sleeve operation, I wore a CPAP. That's one reason I got the sleeve. I didn't want to wear the CPAP anymore. But he's wearing the CPAP, Willow crawls on his face, and then he takes off the CPAP. Then he has to go down to his personal trainer, and the personal trainer tells him how to get balance. I used to have a personal trainer after I broke my leg. Again, and then I went through therapy, and the personal trainer said, if, if, you, got a, if you got a pool down in Palm Beach in your condo, go, uh, go in the morning and jump around in it and hop on your uh, broken leg to keep it in, in, uh, in shape so that the bone doesn't deteriorate any further than it already has. I mean, I did this stuff to, to get better. He's, he's doing it just to get through the day. I mean, I know he's 10 years older than me, but, I mean, he's, he's not ready for, for prime time. He's not ready for another four years. It's ridiculous. But I don't think he's going anywhere. A guy I know wrote me this morning and said he's got – I saw him yesterday with uh, – with Nancy Pelosi, and they were stumbling around, and it looked like on Golden Pond. It didn't look like on Golden Pond. I mean, uh, what is it, Jane Fonda and uh, and who? Oh, Catherine Hepburn and Henry Fonda. They they looked like they were uh, ready for the uh, Olympics compared to Nancy Pelosi and uh, and and Joe Biden. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Bob, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Bob. 
Yeah, Howie, good afternoon. Hey, listen, uh, getting back to the Fannie Willis trial. Yes. You know, this judge, I understand he's up for re-election or reappointment. Yes, he, re-election, do, do I think. think they, yeah, do you think he's being threatened or uh, getting nudged? I would bet money on it. I'm sure he is, but I mean, you know, I, I think before it was kind of a close call. You know, I mean that he, he had some people under oath saying that uh, they were they uh, they were violating the law and they were sleeping together before she gave him the sweetheart deal and all that. But I mean, is the, is there really any question now? I mean, what what else can he do other than throw him out? He's got to throw him out. He's got to. Yeah. I think he does. But, you know, the fact that he has to doesn't necessarily mean in modern America that he's going to do it. Does it? That's why I called. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly why I called. That's, that's, that's why it's our poll question today. I'm going, to stick, I'm going to stick with my answer. We'll get to the poll question in a moment. But I'm going to say nothing's going to happen to him, even though they are guilty. You know, if, if you or I got caught like that, and and it wasn't like you know it happened. It's you know a mem- your memory could be cloudy, and it, it happened many many uh, years ago or many months ago anyway. But that's there's none of these there's none of this. It just happened last week, and they knew that people were coming after them, and they knew or they should have understood at least to some degree how pinging works and how a ping can come back to haunt you. But they didn't care. They just went up there and lied. They didn't even pull the, you know, the. To the best of my recollection, I cannot recall. They didn't. They didn't bother. They thought they were immune, just like these uh, play, plagiarizing uh, women at Harvard University. They don't care. Who's gonna get, Who's gonna take them out? It's funny. I was watching um, just a short interview with uh, John Gotti's right hand man uh, the other day. Who was oh, that? Oh, Sammy the Bull. Yeah. Yeah. And so Gravano was was uh, talking with with this guy, the interviewer, who asked him. He says, "Does the mob still exist in in New York?" He says, "Yeah, it's, but it's not the same as it was. I mean, nobody's killing anybody anymore because cell phones." And we we learned about that with uh, that football player back in 2016, Aaron Hernandez. Right. Uh, we learned all about pinging and and uh, how we can track somebody's location. So, yeah, as as a DA, you definitely should know about that. Yeah, I mean, she she was she was the head of the uh, criminal division in the uh, Fulton County District Attorney's Office before she became DA. So you would assume that she she would have direct, you know, knowledge of uh, of, of how evidence is gathered in in a modern criminal prosecution, and yet she just goes out there and and, and lies knowing. Or should should have known that she could she could be contradicted. Her testimony could be I love the word impeached, and it has been eight four four five hundred forty two forty two five zero eight says uh, Biden and Pelosi look like Thelma and Louise if they had survived the crash. <laughs> Sketty, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Sketty. Hi, Howie. First, I just want to say that. You, Tyler, and Grace, uh, you really bring it across really well. So I think we're all fortunate to have you on the air. Thank you. And oh, you're more than welcome. I thank you for all of America. And um, so what I just want to say, I'll just ask you two questions quick, and I'll hang up and let you answer because I know your time's wicked valuable. I, I just want for you, if you could, for us laymen, could you please explain to me again, I heard that Trump 
has to pay $460 million first before even right. to have an appeal? Right. Oh, yes. my stars. So that's true. Okay, so I'll hang up, um, and you can answer that. And I also wanted to ask you, um, with, with this, um, okay, so I don't know, on WBMS, uh, Tim Weisberg, he brought up a conversation yesterday morning. In Rhode Island, they've got these pallet homes. They're called pallets. They set the pallets down, and they put these uh, your backyard uh, tool shed is going right. on these pallets, and it's right near a strip club. Um, and they, they've got electric and, and heat and air conditioning, what, what they need be in these little, you know, cottage-like sheds. But um, the, the bathroom facilities will be um, the oh, what are those things called? Well, you know, where porta potties. Yes, or, yes, or as Mayor Menino used to call them, pot potties. On that word. So, and but with the strip club, I'm wondering these men that have they've been home. It's 45 people. It's they say this is not for the people coming in through illegally. This is for literally the American homeless themselves. I don't but buy that. I don't buy that. They always, I you know, in, in Massachusetts, they always say, well, you know, don't say the ho- the homeless are all illegal aliens because uh, half of the homeless are uh, in, from uh, America. I mean, I, we know Binomics has, has been terrible and it's, uh, you know, it's impoverished most people in the country. But, you know, the, the number of homeless people, U.S. citizens, has not doubled or tripled or quadrupled in the last two or three years. These are the... You know they're they're trying to say that it's uh, that a lot of the people that are that are ending up in these flop houses are Americans, but I'm not buying it. I don't think any Americans are ending up there. Thanks for the call, Sketty. That's a good it's a good question. But you know, again, how do you you can't trust anything these people say about anything? Five oh eight. Why doesn't he flip on Fanny? It's all over for him. I mean, if he if he flips, I I, I just I, well I think it's all over for what him. What got him anyway. in trouble to begin with? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's over for Fanny, it's over for Nathan, and it's over for that guy Bradley. I mean, he was he was destroyed. He was trying to help him out, and they threw him under the bus by bringing up the fact that he'd been charged with sexual assault. I mean, they're they're all it's 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 the circular firing squad. That's the thing about ratting. You know, once uh, once the ratting begins, every it's a uh, every, it's a race. But they, there there is in this case, there really is no Mister Big. They're all in sort of the same same orbit and so I, I don't know i don't think there's i don't think there's any anyone to rat anybody else out they're all they're all going down on this thing and you know what i love too you know i, I love the the that ever, all the other lawyers are getting involved in this the the other the co-defendants uh, this guy michael roman that's his lawyer ashley who came up with it originally but it was Trump's lawyers who hired this private detective who who got the 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 kill shot on uh, on Fannie Willis with this uh, with this, these uh, cell phone records. I I love the fact that the Trump's people did this. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Uh, nine seven eight. The judge and his wife gave money to Fannie's campaign again. I, I just don't. I, I'm not that shocked by that. Again, he he worked. He was in the same office with uh, in Fulton County as a, as a prosecutor, and uh, that that's what that's what assistant prosecutors do. It's 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 not even against the law. I don't I don't I don't think anything of it myself. Maybe maybe I'm just been in the hackorama too long, and I I, I should be shocked, but I'm not. 
Winter is the perfect time to visit the Cape. You don't have to fight the crowds, and you could easily get a dinner reservation. Nauset Beach Inn just opened the rooms for this season, and at less than the $200 a night, that's the winter rate, less than 200 bucks a night. When I visited the, the Nauset Beach Inn, I knew it was a truly special, one-of-a-kind place, the only public lodging on the entire Cape Cod National Seashore. Four acres and only 12 rooms and the Sunrise Cottage. Not only an ocean view from every room, but 100 yards from the ocean front on pristine Nosset Beach. Hear the surf all day long. Enjoy the 500,000 BTU fire pits lit year-round to enjoy sunsets and early evenings. Why not barbecue on one of the gas grills? There is no better view for lunch, happy hour, or dinner than from the rooms and fire pits at Nosset Beach Inn. The Nosset Beach Inn, two queen beds, family-friendly, pet-friendly school vacations, and an ocean view like no other. A short view to a vacation far away. NossetBeachInn.com, NossetBeachInn.com. I'm Howie Carr. Got a great cop story? Email it to policeblotter at howiecarshow.com and listen to Police Blotter Facts Friday every Friday at 530. Your story could win you a great prize from the Howie Car Show store. He's Howie Carr. Today's poll question is brought to you by Buyer Auto Transport. Nationwide auto shipping with a Seabrook, New Hampshire location. Don't trust your vehicle to a big, impersonal online broker. Do what I do. Go to buyertransport.com. That's B-A-I-E-R. B-A-I-E-R, pronounced buyer. Transport.com. Com. Taylor, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is what happens next to Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade? They're thrown off the case. They're thrown off the case and indicted for perjury. Nothing. They're Democrats. Or they'll get hired by Harvard as DEI professors. Nothing. 56% say nothing. 19% say they'll get hired by Harvard. 13% say they'll be thrown off the case. 11% say they're thrown off the case and indicted. All right. Someone says, if you, if you think uh, nothing's, if you think uh, that they're, this, they're all done, why did you vote for, uh, in your own poll question, for nothing's going to happen to them? You know why? I have a quote ready for that. Ralph Waldo Emerson. A foolish consistency is the hobgoblin of little minds. It means I can go back and forth, you know? Say say one thing. I I don't really think anything's going to happen to them ultimately, but I I don't know how they can continue to be allowed to be. I really don't understand how they can be allowed to remain on the case. Nine seven eight says I'm confused. As much as these people are terrible and this is a political persecution, these people aren't witnesses in Trump's trial, so their credibility isn't as at issue in Trump's case. So as satisfying as this is, and it makes for great media, I don't see how this helps Trump. Can you please explain? If they throw them off the case. And they take the case away from Fulton County altogether. It'll go to a, probably to the AG of Georgia, who's a Republican by the name of Carr, C-A-R-R, no relation. And at any at any rate, whoever gets the case, if it's not thrown out immediately, it's going to be delayed long be long past the election. So this is this this is taking the case off of the table before the election. 
I mean, it's a fraudulent case to begin with. But, you know, it wasn't that long ago, two, three months, that, uh, you know, the, uh, the the Democrat operatives with press passes in the media were saying this was the uh, – this was the no-brainer case that they had Trump cold, even though even though they were indicting him on uh, on quotes that were made up by by the Washington Post, excuse me, the Washington Post's sources. The Washington Post wouldn't knowingly make up a a quote; they would go to a source to make up the quote. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Uh, six one six zero three says, "I work for I, I travel for work servicing equipment. I used to stay at these very hotels. I'm so glad I'm no longer on the road. Meaning the ones that have been turned into flop houses. Yeah, they they were most of them. I mean, most of them were okay to like have a a breakfast or a you know a a, a rubber chicken dinner in or something like that. But they weren't great places to stay in even overnight. I don't think. But now, I mean, who the, he's right. Who the hell would go in them now?" Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Dennis, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Dennis. So, Howie, Nathan Wade's smile on the stand made me think that the fix was in on any perjury consequences at the beginning. Um, and and while he may not be the crackerjack lawyer that Fannie made him out to be, something about this scandal suggests he at least wields a huge pen. I, I, I think that was a. I think yeah. I think that was a double entendre. David, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, David. Howie, th- these people are despicable. This is uh, legal junk food. They perjured themselves in court as well. They should. They've got to lose their license. They should be in jail. Howie, basically, these two clowns conspired to deny the American citizen, the American people the right to vote for a presidential candidate. You're talking about direct interference with a presidential election on bogus charges. He's not even, as you know, he's not qualified to try Trump. And, and this type of, uh, he's never handled a case like this. And here they right. are conspiring, and she's using taxpayer money. This is a disgrace. This is absolute, I mean, they should really get the maximum penalty I agree. Kind of I agree, but they're members of protected classes, David, and you know that. There's there's two systems of justice here. It, it, it's 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 like the FBI with their confidential human resources. Uh, you know, they uh, Christopher Steele lied, but he was lying about Republicans, so nothing happened to him. He made a million bucks writing the Steele dossier. It, nothing happened. But this guy, uh, the, this guy that they were saying, uh, Smirnoff, they were saying a year ago they couldn't release his name because he was such a valued source. They paid him hundreds of thousands of dollars. He was a wonderful, credible witness. And as soon as he says something bad about Democrats, now he's in handcuffs. He's, he's jailed. Turtle Boy is out and Smirnoff is in. David. Yeah. It's, it's the uh, it's the third world. Right. We live in a banana republic. The Democrats have taken over, and we live in a banana republic. Well, it's Howie, a, they must. It's, not, it's just it's a disgrace, Howie. This is the kind of thing that really does lead to civil war if they can. This continues. This is this is a, a a situation where people at some point will just snap. I don't know what it, what that would be, but I mean, it could only go on so long. I don't know. Yeah. It, it, it will be. I don't know. I don't know what the judge will do. I don't, I don't have, I don't have total confidence that they're going to be removed from the case. 
he's he's not exactly a profile in courage. I don't think. I'm Howie Carr. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. 844-500-4242. Trump just went out onto the stage in Rock Hill, South Carolina. The primary is tomorrow. I guess this is his final speech address before the polls open. He's, uh, he's got all kinds of surrogates uh, in all corners of the state. And uh, it looks like a big victory for him tomorrow. But, uh, you know, Nikki Haley, flush with uh, deep state cash, uh, vows to continue on. Anyway, I want to mention briefly a really excellent column in the Wall Street Journal today by uh, Kimberly Strassel about the this whole situation with the uh, the FBI's informant. When he was informing on Republicans, he was the he was the toast of the town. He, uh, now now he's now he's in handcuffs. He's in jail. The clerk magistrate let him go, and then they they said he was a flight risk, so they arrested him at his lawyer's office. So how much of a flight risk was it if he was conferring with his lawyer about how to fight the case? But anyway, uh, uh, she begins by saying, there's a lesson for informants and politicians everywhere in the Alexander Smirnoff story. That's the, that's the guy, the, the witness against the Bidens, the confidential human source. If you are going to lie to the Federal Inve- Bureau of Investigation, make sure it's a lie the FBI wants to hear. <laughs> that is so true. It's not as if Mr. Smirnoff is alone in lying to the FBI. The FBI enabled the dossier hoax by swallowing a compilation of ridiculous claims presented to it by a confidential human source named Christopher Steele. It was aware at the time that Mr. Steele was on the payroll of Hillary Clinton's 2016 campaign. It had evidence he was babbling to the press and had been presented with a pile of tabloid-like accusations, yet chose to forego any vetting whatsoever and instead present him to a secret court as a credible witness. Mr. Steele's nonsense coming at a time the FBI leadership fretted over a Donald Trump presidency was nonsense the FBI wanted to hear. Indeed, they put one of his quote-unquote sources, which helped him, one of the guys who helped him make up the story, a drunk driver, an illegal alien, and a suspected Russian spy. They put him on the payroll to keep him quiet after the story started coming apart. Now, the, uh, now we are, uh, we're told that the FBI, they, they originally didn't, they didn't tell, the, the Republicans didn't know this guy's name until this week or last week when he was arrested. The FBI initially balked at releasing the entire report, you know, claiming the Bidens had gotten $10 million in payoffs, claiming their source was too valuable to risk exposing. The FBI told Congress behind closed doors that their source had worked for the Bureau since 2010, 13 years, had been paid roughly 200000 for information and was deemed highly credible. The FBI affirmed Mr. Smirnoff's credibility as long as it was useful for the Democrat Party to do so. Now it isn't useful any longer. Republicans for months have hounded special counsel David Weiss to explain why he's the, what he's done since 2020 to verify or refute the Smirnoff's claim. 
The FBI's highly credible source is now presented as a brazen liar, a boaster, a profiteer who played a double game with the Bureau and a partisan hack who has it in for Joe Biden. If this is true, writes Kimberly Strassel, it ought to be a massive story that the FBI for 13 years relied on a man who prosecutors now worry has troubling and quote-unquote extensive ties to Russian intelligence, which, by the way, those ties are mentioned in the FD-1023. So they had the report in front of him about his ties to Russian intelligence, and they told the Republicans they couldn't reveal the document because he was such a credible witness that they'd paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to. The FBI is presented with an explosive bribery claim. This is what what he said in 2020 about a former vice president from what they consider a credible source who they've paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to and who says it came directly from participants and it dismisses said claim and does nothing to reevaluate its relationship with that source. Do you think FBI sources are rightly beginning to worry that their worth depends solely on how politically useful the FBI views them on any given day? How is this different from the KGB or Stasi or any secret police organization in, in any third world banana republic? There is, I'll tell you what, there is no difference. The FBI is a third world banana republic, star chamber, secret police, Gestapo organization. 844-500-4242, Two years ago, the FBI was swilling Smirnoff straight, no chaser. And now, today, they want him on ice. <laughs> well put. Well put. 844 We'll take a couple more calls. We've got some Biden cuts to play. He's a, he welcomed the nation's governors to the White House after uh, Willow woke him up at 7 o'clock and he took off his CPAP and then they then he went to the, down to the personal trainer and they tried to teach him how to walk without falling over. It's been a long day for him. It's uh, time for time for some me TV. Time for the wagon train binge. 844-500-4242. Brim, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Brim. Hey, Howie, it's an honor to talk with you. Uh, I wanted to address a, a call came in earlier, said what's the benefit of this Fannie thing? And uh, I was thinking that, you know, they've spent, what, seven or more years trying to drag Trump through the mud and make him look corrupt as an example that other good people won't stand up and run for Republican politics. So when he pulls a J.R. Ewing and gets these detectives to find out true actual corruption and exposes these people, my hope is that the harder he hits back like that, other similar uh, prosecutors and, and DAs and whatever in other places will think twice because that's going to be them next. I I don't know that they think that they they've uh, I mean they've gotten away with so much. Someone just mentioned Kevin Kleinsmith. He's the uh, FBI lawyer who made up the uh, the the uh, accusations against Carter Page. He took a. He took a, an email from the CIA. He'd asked the CIA, did Carter Page work for you as an agent, as a, as a confidential human resource or source? And the CIA wrote back, yes, he did. And Kleinsmith, who was a Democrat operative working for the FBI, wanted to surveil Trump, surveil Trump through Carter Page, inserted not. He did not work. 
he 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 obstructed justice. He committed perjury, and he he got a six month suspended sentence, and he's still practicing law. He's not disbarred. Why would we think that these people would be punished if Kevin Kleinsmith wasn't punished? They're higher up on the uh, the the deep state food chain than uh, than Kevin Kleinsmith. Plus, they're they're members of protected classes. Kevin Kleinsmith is a white man. Thanks for the call, Brem. Ed, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Ed. Yeah, hey, Howie. Uh, I'm glad to be on. Um, real quick, uh, as far as the judge, I think the judge does not disqualify him, but disqualify these guys. And the reason why is the in-your-face uh, actions that we've seen going way back to the Clintons when Billy Boy was busted with Monica Lewinsky. They are just continue to push, 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 and the rebuttal is, what are you going to do about it? And the answer is, Right. Absolutely nothing. I hear people crow about, hey, she admitted she had a tax lien. I'll bet the IRS is listening. You think the IRS is going to lift a finger? No. <laughs> the main problem that we have right now, the main problem that we have is all of those prior bastions of recourse that you would expect don't exist today. This is off the frickin' walls. The judges are corrupt as the day is long. And if this judge were to not disqualify them, it would go on as planned. And what is anybody going to do about it? I don't know. We're going to we're going to see very shortly what the judge is going to do about it. And I I don't I'm not confident. I'm not I'm going to I'm going to stick by my original poll question answer, which is nothing's going to happen to these people, which you obviously agree with. 844-500-4242. Scott, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Scott. Hi, Howie. Thanks for having me on. I said, Howie's a smart guy. I'm going to ask him, what's going on, Howie? If you do a peace sign, you put your two fingers together. Then with the other hand, you grab and hold those two fingers. Or like you're opening up the top of a bottle, taking the cap off of the case, move your fingers, rotate at the top of the finger. Anyway, the influences that those Trump and stumping for Trump have said, the influences as part of this election uh, interference that are being instilled uh terry lake talking about the very very scary funding sources people are talking they're making common observations i wanted to talk about it and ask you what you've been seeing what you hear because i can't figure it out they're on the tv they're everywhere they're making i i, I don't know what he's i don't know what he's saying I, I don't know what he's talking about thanks for the call though scott donald you're next with howie car i thought it was just me for a while but then i realized i <laughs> Ragtime. Donald, you're, you're next, Donald. Go ahead. Howard, first, a little sycophantism. Thank God for you, Bongino, O'Reilly, and others bringing the truth out, because if we didn't have that, we'd be a retro. People Thank talking you. about a revolution and all that. And that is not going to happen until people have nothing to lose. And God forbid we ever get there, because these people have no, I tell you, they have no idea. They have no idea of what man is capable of in, in that situation. But right. these fools, these progressive communist Marxists, are bonding together whatever groups they can because they can't, they can't win an election if they actually say what they really want. But they're bonding whatever they can, and if, they, if the country collapses, hang on. Uh, God bless. I hope it never happens. But, hey, continue doing what you're doing, buddy. You're doing Thank you, Donald. Yeah, it's uh, any. You know, anything can happen. Uh, human nature, 
despite what uh, they'll tell you on the left, has, has not changed. It never will change. And uh, we, we as human beings, as animals, which is what we are, are capable of anything. Any atrocity in the past can be and probably will be, unfortunately, committed in the future. And again, we come back to the genius of the founding fathers. We, we have to set up checks and balances to prevent any of us, even the best among us, of, uh, of, of oppressing our, our fellows, our fellow men. And uh, they, they, don't, they don't seem to understand that or, or, they, don't, or they think they're, or they think they're, they, they're always going to have the power. And that's another thing they don't understand. Nobody has the power forever. No group ever has the power forever. Sooner or later, the guns, the, uh, the, the uh, oppression, whatever, can be turned on you and yours. And that's why if you're smart, you want to make sure nobody gets oppressed because you, you aren't just protecting some downtrodden group. You're protecting yourselves. It's, it's real basic stuff if you read even small amounts of history, but they don't want to do that because they're too busy plagiarizing to get their big jobs in DEI at Harvard University. You've heard me say it before. I need my sleep, not five or six hours. I need seven or eight good hours of uninterrupted sleep. So when I started sleeping on my pillow, it was a dream come true. I started sleeping better than ever. My pillow can change your sleep experience too. Just go to mypillow.com to get yours. Right now, Howie fans will get a special offer. You can get my pillow's incredible Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as twenty nine ninety eight. A set of pillowcases only nine ninety eight, and a my pillow mattress topper for as little as ninety nine ninety nine. They also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more, all with the biggest discounts ever. Call 800-658-4965 or go to MyPillow.com and use the code Howie. Don't love it? Don't worry. MyPillow has a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. That's 800-658-4965 or MyPillow.com. Don't forget the code Howie. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Carr Show. Howie Carr is back. Tomorrow we're going to win this state, and then we're going to tell Crooked Joe Biden, you're fired. Get out of here. You're fired. He also said they're going to get rid of Bidenomics and replace it with Maganomics. We'll have more as we uh, as we go through the day. We have Dr. Matt coming in at 6 o'clock tonight, right, to answer your veterinary questions. And uh, I want to play a couple. That was uh, that was Trump. And let's compare and contrast. This is Biden welcoming the nation's governors to the White House. How many of the nation's governors do you think he could name? He could say Westmore, the governor of Maryland. You got big. Uh, you got big cannons, man. I think that's about as far as he could go. Cut three. 
And we have two former governors here. Are they both here today? Governor Raimondo? And where, where is my Secretary of Agriculture? Is he here? Well, he's going to be here tomorrow. Tom Vilsack is going to be here tomorrow. I wonder if he could get Vilsack's name. He was where I, my analysis of that sound cut, he was wearing the earpiece, the IFB, this, this, this afternoon. Cut two. I, I, I know uh, you just heard, did Jill already speak, my wife? Well, what the hell am I doing here? <laughs> <You're> <laughs> That's a recurring question. Sums up the entire administration. What the hell am I doing here? Cut five. The American Rescue Plan provided $350 billion to state and local governments. Wait a second. I thought it was the American Rescue Pan. Now it's the American Rescue Pran? I don't even know what the hell a Pran is. Is that some kind of, uh, kind of pastry? A Pran? Cut eight. That and other actions of lowering prescription drug costs are not only good for the people, they save the taxpayers billions and billions of dollars. The action on prescription drugs thus far has already reduced the deficit by another $160 billion. Hear me? Prescription jugs. Prescription jugs. We haven't heard that one for a while. <laughs> a golden oldie from Brandon. 844 500 Uh Cut 10. Look, it's the strongest border deal our country has ever seen. It also includes the, the most fair and humane reforms for legal immigration in a long time. Let's get it done. And by the way, speak to your agricultural communities and tell them, ask them if they need temporary workers. Temporary workers. Number one, they're not workers. They're non-workers. And number two, I wish they were temporary, but I greatly fear they are not. They are not. I want to play a KJP cut here. Uh, cuts, this is her, uh, she's being, she's trying to ask a question. She's being asked a question, and listen to how she, she slithers out or tries to. Cut 16. What changed between the time President Biden said, we are a nation who says, if you want to flee and you're freeing oppression, you should come, and now? I, I don't understand. What, what do you mean? That's the, your question I don't get. As a candidate, President Biden was the... telling people to come to the border. So what has changed since then? I don't have the contest of this quote that you're giving me. <laughs> it was during a debate. I think the verb he actually used was surge. He would advise them to surge the border. They've surged now. It's like it, it's like an invasion. It's like the uh, Goths invading Rome in the fourth century A.D. Electric grid to deliver clean energy. I would, in fact, make sure that there is, we immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. They deserve to be heard. That's who we are. We're a nation that says if you want to flee and you're fleeing oppression, you should come. Oppression is referred, is his definition of oppression is having to work for a living, having to support yourself. That's the, that's the oppression they're fleeing. And they're not here temporary. And they're not workers. Other than that, everything they say is truthful. I'm Howie Carr.